Hello, I am Zanzi and welcome back to the Health Firm Zanzi podcast proudly brought to you by Health Firm Zanzi. I'm your host, Joe, and I'm so excited to walk this health and wellness journey with you. Remember, nothing is off limits. A joyous time might influence our buying power and cause a bit of overspending this festive season. Joining this week's discussion, we have Matlaus Sitati informing us on the consumer trends and why prioritizing essentials this festive season is so important. Matlau, how are you doing? I am good and thanks for having us. Thank you so much for joining. I know it's a very busy festive time, so we appreciate that you're making the time to just come and talk about how we should be buying this festive. So before we get into it, Matlau, can you please just introduce yourself and just tell us more about what it is that you do? Well, I represent GS1 South Africa as registered officially in South Africa, but we are going by the trade name Consumer Goods Council of South Africa. We help members trade better. And by members, I mean companies that are in the space of the consumer goods space. It can be a food manufacturer. It can be a retailer. We've got a bit of laboratories that are part of the family. What we do, we share best practices. It can be on a subject. And I'm glad I'm here because you talk on matters about health and wellness. Yes. It's right in my division where we have a few programs pertaining to the health and wellness of employees and the healthy food options that we avail to the market. So we normally have projects that we run with the sector to drive about change. It can be on food safety, it can be on quality, nutrition, health and wellness, and crime and risk. We are also the home of barcodes. If anyone needs proper barcodes that will be identifiable globally, we issue those barcodes in South Africa under the GS1 standards principles. Which I feel you just mentioned a couple of things I didn't even know happens behind the scenes. But so glad to have you on board and to just contribute to this conversation. We are in that period where, well, we tend to <laughs> buy more. So what usually happens during this festive time with, with the buying power, or should I just say buying trend of the consumers? Maybe let's start with the buying power. Festive season is a time where we think there's an abundance of power that we have in terms of buying. I read one article where they're saying, because it's sunny, it's jolly out there, that influences how we act as it pertains to the buying. So it was quite interesting because it's a joyous season. Yeah. If you're jolly, what do you do? You have sufficient food, you've got sufficient drinks, and you can even go out and be socially active. But what we see, and as per the norm, we find that most people have got financial buying power. We have your bonuses that are mainly issued out at the end of the year. And the nice culture that we have in South Africa, which we should be influencing because it is really it is really key in us pulling together the culture of stock fails, which I also participate <laughs> in. Oh, where, great. Yes. In the end, uh, around December, we gather together upon what we have decided, then we go and purchase. But what we're seeing in the stats from the consumer analytics that I've done a, a bit of a research is that most people are still adjusting from the COVID situation coming out of that. So I think most people are very cautious 
And I think it came evident. We've seen the sales in terms of Black Friday. The sales were not doing well. And that's the expectation in terms of the analytics that are coming up. Even though people might spend, they're spending on essentials. It can be food, it's clothing, the extravagance. I think most people are steering away from that. But what is very critical is that I think it also goes to the education. I always say essentials, essentials, essentials. Let's cater for what we will need now in December and think about January because in most oh yes we live in the moment and we're shopping away and January comes and then we have school fees we've got school uniform we've got food for January you get to the house and there's nothing and you have basically eaten all of the money (laughs) during December statistically I think groceries are doubling most people are buying more from what the research has found is that the issue of load shedding is really impacting the buying patterns. Most people are no longer cooking, which is a culture that we need to get back to. We understand challenges in terms of load shedding. So ordering online is what is picking up in terms of what shoppers are buying. Mitla, thank you for that contribution. You mentioned a bit about load shedding and COVID as an impact Could the current economic state also have some sort of influence on how people will be buying this festive? Definitely. And let's bring in the element of unemployment, which is a sad case that we find ourselves in. If those two do not improve, I think now we need to ramp up the education to say, let's buy the essentials because we are really constrained. In the conversations that we have, even at a high level, there's calls to say, how do we ensure that the most needy can afford what is necessary? So as you can imagine, everything goes back to price. And possibly this is why we find ourselves with the challenge of the rise of counterfeit products, where people are just getting what they can due to the circumstances in terms of the economical status and the lack that we find ourselves So I think with what we have and we just need to refocus and say, let's focus on the essentials and and talking about health, a balanced meal sometimes does not mean you have to be extravagant. Let me bring this concept of the seven colors. You know, that's basically nutrition at its best. I think we somewhere, somehow, someday we need to have a campaign that says seven color is nutrition. Yeah. Because the, the things that you put on a plate that represent the seven colors, you can basically have them in your garden. And there you have your nutrition sorted. I'm always comforted by the statistics that come from Stats SA, where we always pick up there's a number of people that are going and implementing an issue of having a garden in their household. Bring back garden. Exactly. I always say that. Gardens always. At schools, at churches, everywhere, just to ensure that we get to feed each other in a more, less costly manner. So that's what we need to get onto. And to be honest, it's less costly and probably more nutritious. Exactly. Fresh from the soil, directly from the soil. I know trends might change throughout the year, Matlao, but specifically looking at December, which will be more popular looking at, you know, stock files or online buying or in-store buying? What is the usual trend during this time in terms of the medium of buying? You know, the way I love stock fairs, Ned, because yeah. I've seen the power. 
with just one stock fell, let me use ours as an example, we would spend close to 90,000 that we would have saved. What we would do, we would spend it on, on the side of toiletries and so forth, so that throughout the year we can be able to buy food products to feed the family. So stock fairs, even though there's stats here and there, I don't think there's a zoom in because what happens is that from a bank, and we know we monitor most of the transactions through the banks have uh, statistics that the transactions gets to be exchanged. When we get the, the stock fell money, we then go and shop at a retail point. So they are calculated uh-huh. as a bunch of what the, from the retail point, what the money that was exchanged would have been. Okay. At some point, possibly, we might have to look at a statistics. I always uh, tell my husband who works for a bank to say, we are sleeping on the stock fell model mm-hmm. because another element is the security of the stock fell model because people withdraw cash. So the navigation in terms of tracking how the stock fells are doing is not that advanced as compared to the transactions that are monitored from a bank perspective, yeah. which we can get. I know Discovery has also issued out some stats to say the food essentials, they are the main ones that people are shopping and also the issues of food and clothing, as I said earlier. And what is coming up? I think South Africans are starting to love themselves more. Or maybe what we pick up is that the remote working has enhanced the leisure. People are going out more and they're going on holidays and so forth. But that is positive for our tourism sector. So those are the three that I could pick up looking at the statistics that are out there. So already it can tell you food is very critical. It's common in the purchasing and also clothing, obviously. And I think there were reductions in terms of, you remember during COVID, the household and decoration, because we were in-house, we were fixing a lot of things. The stats were a little bit high in terms of spending. Now, seemingly, they have gone down because people are at work. They are more focused on their health and wellness. Now they're going on to more holidays and they're basically feeding their families and clothing them. That's quite interesting. I'm just wondering and curious about, is there some sort of evidence of communal buying in this time where people sort of save throughout the year and then you get a hamper, like a hamper of sort of food supplies? Is there evidence regarding that? I could say it's evident. I love social media. There's (laughs) There's specs, <laughs> even though sometimes you need to verify. But you, you can see South Africans, we love the festive. We love to feed our families. We love to have a joy. As you'd see, some stock fells are buying liquor. Some are buying even stationery. And as I said, in our case, we buy toiletries so that we can have a little bit of leeway when it comes to food. So bulk buying and communal buying is our culture in South Africa which we need to adopt and use it. And I'm reminded by not only buying specifically, if you check with most of the ladies that have been doing the stop fail principle or concept, most people have taken their kids through school, through oh. stop fails. So wow. that's the power that we have in this culture in South Africa for stop fails. Over and above buying stationery, I mean, that list that the schools give us traumatizes most of the parents. It's so expensive and it's a lot. So people have diversified. People are buying whatever talks to them in terms of their needs. And I've seen one other stock fell where people are buying houses and some are buying cars. So communal stock fell 
a trend that's growing and we need to embrace it because if the economy doesn't grow, we need to pull together work as a community. And that's the power of community, really. Mithlao, just lastly, do you have any advice to the consumers over this period of time? I feel like you touched on it in the beginning about, you know, just focus on the essentials. You know, mm. it's so easy to go mm. overboard. It's really mm. easy. But mm. just any advice for the consumers over this time? I wouldn't be doing justice to the conversation if I, I don't talk about safety and not safety of food, the safety of our financial side, the money that we have worked so hard for and we now want to relax with our families. I know the use of cash has been regarded as the enabler, especially for informal business. But then we have developed so much in having the small technology that we can use to tap. You can even tap your Sasa card, whichever card that you use, because from our crime and risk side of things, there is a rise of crime during this time because everyone is hustling to go yeah. home and be the fear of missing out is rife. So people, can they just be aware of their surroundings as they're doing their necessary uh, shoppings? And where we can, I think you can tap everywhere. The spaza shops these days have got their tapping machines. Where we can, I come from a rural area. I've withdrawn money from a spaza shop. So things have advanced. So less cash we carry, the better for our yeah. safety. And also on the cooking, we know we are joyous, we are happy, we are cooking awesome food. The issue of food wastage, if you do not finish it, please, first and foremost, share it with the other people that might need it. If that doesn't work, let's then channel it to our animals if it is still safe to do so, because we need to, we are suffering with climate change. So yeah. we always spread the message to say, let the ones that cook better cook. If yeah. you are like Matho and your cooking is not up to par, please do not cook because that, that will lead to food waste. And another thing, in our bulk buying, let's take cognizance of the food that will not perish quickly so that we can store it for longer and then we can utilize it and it will serve the benefit that we bought bulk. But if we buy bulk for things that are going to be perishable, we might be throwing money and resources down the drain. Thank you for joining this week's episode of the Health Worm Zanzi podcast. For more on our consumer trends chat, check out healthwormzanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical jam or just curious about some health and wellness trends, you can send an email to hello at healthwormzanzi.co.za or send a message to 076-132-0454. Yeah, we're on Blue Tech. So there you have it, gals and guys. Have a glorious festive season, but please do so with caution and sensibility, especially when it comes to purchasing. Until next time, keep well, stay healthy. Signing out, your girl Joe.